hi, hello. And a little Facebook poke to say hello to everyone today. <laughs> Reminding you of some of those old times. I don't think people poke anymore on uh, Facebook, and maybe that's a good thing. But we'll get to that in just a second. My name's Jerry Payne. It's the Financial Straight Talk podcast. It's the second half of our radio show, so st- thanks for staying li- with us if you are listening there. And uh, you can get subscribed to our podcast by searching on any of your favorite apps. Look up Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox, and you'll find us. And, of course... The financial straight talker himself, Jim Fox, many other titles. But, Jim, I don't know that we have time for them today. We don't. We really, really don't. We always like to have a little bit of fun with that. But, um, Jim, last week our podcast really struck a nerve with a lot of people, I think. We heard from so many people about all the di- – we just brought up some of the different things to be aware of. Because in the midst of all the noise, it's easy to tune it out. But there are really things happening Uh, that people just have to be aware of so that they can either avoid mistakes or make better decisions to take advantage of the current situation. This week is no different. I thought that we had covered everything for a little while, but this week things got a little crazy again. So amidst everything that's going on in Washington, D.C., which is a lot of what we talked about last week, and if you want to go check out and hear that, just look for the episode The Perfect Storm. That's what we released last week. Jim, this week on Monday, Facebook was down for six hours, and And, you know, that doesn't sound like a big deal. I didn't even really notice it until the afternoon. Right. Because I'm just not checking my phone all day, every day. But this had a lot more of an effect than just, oh, I can't share pictures of my dog or my family vacation. Why is it important for people to understand what happened on Monday? Well, you know, a lot of people are saying, and well, Tuesday, when they had the whistleblower come out I was gonna as say well. the, the whistleblower, right? We're talking about that. And, and and really, if you stop and think, really, what impact? What impact is Facebook being down? So what? We don't get to see what Johnny ate for lunch, right? We don't get to see that. Oh, big deal. We don't get to see his nasty looking tacos. Okay, we're going to survive. <laughs> but if you stop and think what happened to the Facebook stock itself. Yeah. Do you realize they lost $50 billion of value? Yeah, in about six 50, hours. That was a, that was the 50, outage, six hours. And, yeah, that's amazing. $50 billion. So I want you to stop and think. Like, we talk about emotions all the time, right? We talk about having emotional responses to things. And if you were not mentally prepared for a massive pullback, maybe you would have sold and taken a loss, right? Mm-hmm. Now, last week in the Perfect Storm podcast, we talked about – how during a hurricane, some of us board up our windows and other nut jobs grab a surfboard, right? right? I mean, so the same exact environment, but different outlooks on what we're going to do during them, right? Well, this is another example of that. Facebook stock has a massive pullback. Some people freaked out and sold. Guess what other people did? They, they jumped in. in and bought the dip, yep. right? So there's so many things to think about, but an analogy, because I I'm, I'm feel like I'm living in the world of analogies today, okay? The analogy I'm thinking about is that if something is silly as a six-hour down outage can have a $50 billion impact on one of the largest companies, right? Mm-hmm. One of the largest companies, Fang, right? Now it's called Fang M, mm-hmm. Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, and I'm sure I'm forgetting Amazon, right? If a six-hour outage can have that kind of effect on that stock, 
What happens when Evergrande in China can't pay? What happens when the U.S. children up in Congress can't get their act together and the rumors of defaulting starts to happen? What happens if China has something else happen in life? What happens if Russia decides to invade Georgia? I can go on and on and on about silly things, but silly little things typically build to big things. Right. I remember in 2008, very, very clearly, Jerry, a website called MLImplode.com, okay? It was a mortgage lender site that was tracking the mortgage companies that were going out of business in 2008 into 2009. I know you've never heard me talk about this, but I remember every day logging onto this website and it would show two more lenders just went out of business, four more lenders, eight more lenders, 12. And it always seemed to go up, it didn't go down, right? Mm -hmm. And what I want you to imagine is, think about a rock slide. First, a few pebbles start to slide. Then the maybe medium-sized rocks start to fly, slide. Then the bigger rocks, then the bigger. And the next thing you know, the whole, and, and you're up in that neck of the woods, up in Georgia, Tennessee. You've been through the mountains. You've seen yeah. rock slides. Yeah. They always start with the little things and build. Jerry, that's what I feel like is happening right now. I don't want to say that I feel like I'm back in 2008 yet, okay? But some of the similarities are starting to show. We're starting to see where people are acting irrational over everything. And as little things start to build, the bigger things start to have greater impact. Next thing you know, and I've said this on the air so many times, we can see the market pullback 20, 30, 40 percent we saw a 30 percent pullback during COVID of march last year jerry it happened what in a week and a half two yeah. weeks yeah we got lucky that it came back up what happens if that pulls back and it goes flat see we learned terms v-shaped recovery w-shaped recovery l-shaped recovery well we got lucky we got a v it dropped and shot back up a W means that it's stagnant for a while. An L means, oh my God, hold on, we're there and we don't know what's going to happen. Jerry, there's so many things we're hearing today. Well, we heard Miss Yellen talking yeah. about yeah. what? She said uh, she's targeting October 18th as the sort of the drop dead date for making sure that the debt ceiling gets raised. And as you or, said, or we default. And the word that she used, Jim, which is not a word anyone likes to hear, was catastrophic. Yeah, a recession. For the economy. It's, it's almost a guaranteed recession, right? Yeah. Almost a guaranteed recession. Will it happen? Eh, probably not. But the point is, the all these little pebbles are starting to slide. What I need our listeners to do is to, A, if you didn't hear the last podcast, I don't ever tell you what to do. Go back and listen. Go back and listen. Because like I said before, some people board up the house when the hurricane's off the coast. Some people grab a surfboard and surf. If you're young enough, this is a buying opportunity of a lifetime. You, as the markets drop and they're volatile, you can accumulate a vast amount of wealth. If you're in retirement or nearing retirement, you've got to ask yourself, am I willing to take the chance that the stock market could be down for 8, 10, 12 years and I need that money in retirement? And I know you're thinking, that can't happen, but it did. 2000, January of 2000 to January of 2013, the stock market made a 0% rate of return. Why? We were in one of those W-shaped recoveries. And what that means is it went up, it went down, but it never went above the January 2000 
level until January of 2013. 13 years of no growth. If you're in retirement, Jerry, that is the kiss of death. You do not want that happening. And that is what we need to start thinking about. And I know you might think that's just one time. Understand that after the Great Depression, it took 25 years for us to get back above where we were. Guys, this is what I'm talking about. Facebook is not important. Who cares about what happened to Facebook? What I'm looking at are the signs, and the signs are little things are starting to have greater impact. And what I want you to realize is that you've got to mentally prepare yourself for what's coming. If you're skittish, you need to be prepared that the markets could drop 20, 30, 40, maybe even 56% like it did in 2008 going into 2009. You've got to mentally prepare yourself for that. If you're in retirement, let me help you out. Just don't go for that ride with a majority of your money. That's the best advice that I can get you. Reach out to somebody and make sure that they help you develop a plan that allows you to make logical decisions and not emotional ones. Because listen, that storm is still looming. Every week we see more and more things that are pointing towards a correction. We don't know when it's gonna happen. We don't know how deep it's gonna go and we don't know how long it's gonna happen. But the one thing we know is that it will happen sooner or later and the place you don't wanna be is in retirement or nearing retirement and not be prepared for losing 20, 30, 40% of your money. You've gotta have a plan to protect that income, to guarantee that you're gonna have the money you need for retirement coming through the door, regardless of if the market is up or the market is down, because that is what retirement planning looks like. We talk a lot about being prepared, Jim. And one of my favorite quotes on this is that it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. And if some of these things that you're seeing out there are causing you concern, I don't blame you because it's causing me a lot of concern as well. Now, luckily, I'm young enough to where, as Jim said, it might be a buying opportunity for me. But if you're approaching those retirement years, you've got to have a plan in place for if that rock slide starts, if one of those pebbles causes the rest of the rocks, the rest of the mountain to move, <laughs> you want to make sure that you're not being reactive. You've been proactive and you're prepared for that. And Jim, the, really the reason that we're bringing this up is because the tech stocks have been such a huge portion of the growth that we've seen over the last 10 years. What percentage of the market is being held up by those tech stocks? Because we hear about those, the Fang M like you were talking about. Yeah, and it's crazy. We And we got to add a T to it for Tesla, too, because okay. I don't know how we keep doing all these. I don't know how the word's going to stay Fang, right? It just keeps adding letters to it. But in 2020, the market as a whole averaged right a little over 18%, a little over 18%. The Fang M, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, and Tesla represented 14% of the 18% return. Think about that for a second and why that's so important for people to understand. And this is why we use risk management stuff, right? This is why we talk about risk is that if we have a big hit to that kind of tech bubble, Jerry, we're going to see losses that exceed 56%. It's going to be very crazy if the majority of your portfolio is using those types of stocks to give it the great returns. If it pulls back, Jerry, we're talking about massive negative returns, and that's why we got to prepare. Because, Jerry, for you, you're a rock star. You're young. You can take the ride and buy more. Old folks like me and people older than me, the last thing we want to do is see half of our portfolio melt away in front of our eyes. 
that's where the emotional decisions come in. The best time to avoid making an emotional decision is before the event that creates the emotion happens. That's what we do every day with risk allies and talking about risk mitigation. That's why you got to take this stuff seriously and not wait to make a decision. Instead, work on building a plan that's going to fit all of your needs, and that includes taxes and risk management. Make sure that you have a plan in place because these things are concerning and we don't want you to be so stressed out that you feel like you, you know, there's a little bit of that paralysis by analysis, Jim, and people kind of get stuck into a place. If you have questions and you have some concerns, reach out to us today. Get in touch with Jim and talk about your concerns. Ask the questions that you have and get the answers that you need to make better financial decisions and set yourself up for a better retirement future. You can reach us today at 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. You can also reach out to us on our website at yourwfg.com. Jim, that's about all the time that we have for this week. We'll be back at the same time next week. And again, we encourage our listeners to look up the podcast and go back and listen to that The Perfect Storm episode from last week. A really good discussion. It's Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox on any of your favorite podcast apps. But we'll be back at the same time next week on the radio, Jim. Until then, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, every week I want to take the opportunity to just say thank you for listening to our show. We know that you have tons of options when it comes to getting financial information, and we're just honored that we're one of those resources for you. So like Jerry said, if there's anything at all that we can do for you, reach out. Let us know. Again, make sure that you go back and listen to last week's podcast because it's super important. It ties into the one today. But with all that being said, on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.